Welcome in, folks. This is the OG Shivani here. We're with the great. Wanted to ask you about your thoughts on the sneaker culture right now. Listen, Chico, the sneaker culture, we're taking over. It's the Soul Material Podcast. It's two bad guys, and we're climbing up to the top of the ladder. We're going to take the belt. We're going to walk away, and you're going to have more information about how to move in the sneaker industry. Two bad guys. Listen, chicos, chicas, the episode starts now. Let's head over. Soul Material Podcast, the podcast you cheer for. Yeah, yeah. And we are here one more time. Um, this is probably going to be another short um, uh, episode or a quick one that we just wanted to really uh, pull back the curtain on. We touched on customizations and um, and different eras of fakes and everything like that. But when it comes to the true customization that you have control over, there's been a, a valuable tool that was given to us uh, uh, quite a while ago. Um, it's evolved over time, so we just wanted to talk about it. And that would be Nike ID. All right? Nike ID. So, matter of fact, I'm just going to kick it to you, uh, Kev. Give us the OG perspective on, you know, the first renditions of Nike ID, what it meant to you, and, you know, what it looked like, you know? Tell, tell the people. I don't think that they know. If there was ever an oh my god moment, that was probably one of the oh my god moments historically because you were able to not only customize Air Force One as you saw fit, but the variety of material, no pun intended, and pun intended, <laughs> colorways and designs that were authentic that you were able to select initially was unreal. I'm talking about real ostrich print, real elephant print or cement print, whatever term you want to use. Um, oh my gosh. Um, the color blocking and how you color blocked and the materials that you had and where you could place them. Um, initially it was limitless. So basically, if Air Force One came out um, the past 10 years at that time and a material was on Air Force One that was released, you were able to select it, whether it was snakeskin, <laughs> whether it was patented leather, whether it was suede, um, and it was absolutely awesome. I'll never forget, um, I forgot my man's um, panhandle, um, but he was one of the first ones that got his in. And this was maybe, gosh, maybe 2002, maybe. 2003 when that box came in and this is before social media so he had to basically um post his pics on nike talking on um on soul collector and and, and other other sites just, just to show his id he basically made a rendition of the uh supreme um sb but air force version air force one version um and oh my gosh the quality of the leather and the cement slash elephant print, I mean, top to bottom for, well, I think that that time it was maybe 125. Um, you couldn't beat it. So it was a point in time where you could be, um, again, 
not only authentic, but also show your representation as far as your identity. And it was an awesome time. And key thing about awesome times, Tony, you never know you're part of history until after the fact. So you think you have those options all the time forever. And now we're a little bit more limited than what we was back then. I don't know why, but um, that initial run and the shoes that were created, a lot of those shoes <laughs> could probably <laughs> go for the black market right now for a pretty penny um, because the availability is just not there anymore to have the uh, selection of materials and options. Um, but what a time to be alive, literally. Yeah, definitely. It was again. This I think this is why we hold on to part of our era because it was just that good. I'm not gonna lie. Just a little biased, but it was. Um, you had so many options. Um, and and again, like the e-commerce and of the websites, you it it wasn't prevalent like that. So the navigation on the site was a little chalky. <laughs> but once you got up there, um, and you got the, it was just the the first time you had the experience to really you know, customized stuff. Now other sites had them because, um, you know, I'm not going to touch too much on it, but like Adidas used to have a really good section at for a short run as well, where you could go full bespoke in every aspect of the shoe. You could change everything. All right. Um, but then that didn't last very long. So it just like, like came and went, but Nike ID stayed. Um, it did, uh, evolve, um, over time, especially that, you know, early 2000s and all the way through, especially up to 2010, that was a big, um, you know, first launch in, in, in wave, um, because yeah, aside from the air forces, they actually had signature shoes. First of all, like I know they still got Katie's and Kyrie's and LeBron, but it was different to have the Kobe's on there. It was just different to have, you know, the, they didn't really have LeBron's like that. It was like Kobe's were more to a, uh, was where it's at. And then they started adding other, uh, uh, other athletes, um, as well, but at the beginning, um, and then like my first ID was actually a pair of hyper dunks. So like right when F Flywire first came out and that technology and you had the redeem team and everyone rocking the, the, the first level, first round of hyper dunks, um, I'm someone who loves Master of the Universe, He-Man, so like I have so many different renditions, yet let alone the ones I actually bought. Everything is some He-Man inspired uh, um, um, uh, shoe, and that particular one was inspired by Battle Cat because you could actually like um, change the print. So I got like the tiger stripe print, uh, print on on the Hyper Dunk, and then changed the green and yellow with the red, and then they had like you could put mascots and everything on it. So I have like this cat on there, Wildcat on there, um, so. And it was just like, it was just something I could put my initials on it. It was embroidered. And then when you got it, it's just like, that's me. <laughs> I made that, you know, you know what I'm saying? And I thought that that was like, it was just the coolest thing. So I've always been one to just play around on Nike ID. I always want to bring out, um, when I have that creative itch, just to play around and see what things look like. You know, I always, again, I love not only Master of the Universe, but 80s cartoons. So I have, um, more to share, um, you know, because I have so many, so many of these things inspired by different cartoons. Um, you know, again, if, uh, you know, I'm the street shark, you know, um, if you know, you know, street sharks was actually a cartoon. So I do have some Nike IDs inspired by street sharks and, um, many other ones, um, as well. Some of just favorite cartoons, um, um, that I have, uh, you know, growing up and just what catches my attention, um, and the different models, some Hirachis, um, 
you know, Air Forces, um, LeBron's, Kobe's, um, you know, I want them to bring back the, the Flight 89s <laughs> um, uh, right now, too. You know, I have a pair of them that were, you know, uh, I think in another episode we were talking about not being associated with people uh, or that, that look like a certain way. Um, I used to be not only was a, a Bullets, Washington Bullets fan, but for some reason I was a Golden State Warriors fan back in the day, uh, run TMC. So I literally made a run TMC pair of Flight 89s. But that was when Steph Curry was making the Warriors all super popular and everything. So I was just like, man, I can't even rock Warrior stuff now because I don't want to look like like I'm on the bandwagon. But half the people wouldn't know run TMC anyway, uh, which means they're not really Warriors fan. But that's a, another subject for another day. Um, but when it comes to the uh, the IDs and the options, uh, just to piggyback on what you had also said, Kev, like, you know, the materials. Oh, my goodness. That soul materials, like, you had so many options to actually pick stuff. And now you have to wait for some limited collaboration just to switch materials. But then they just have these limited options of colors, um, you know, and some of the Nike by you right now is just a baseline of you get to change a couple colors here and there. You could actually like write more stuff on some of the things. Um, so I don't know what happened. Did people just not want to customize or are you just having the same customers over and over again? But I don't know if the customization like grew. Um, because if you go to some of these outlets, that's where many of the returns end up, um, especially uh -huh. if you live in Florida, uh, <laughs> for Nike IDs um, that show up in those outlets uh, for what you were doing. So, um, again, just uh, just just another outlet for creativity. Um, and I just always liked it because it's always funny when I wear IDs walking around. And sometimes I pay attention to see if anyone's looking um, because we we're talking about face, right? Are you looking at me because you think these shoes are fake or do you realize that these are just some really cool custom <laughs> um, IDs? Um, I think I've seen both reactions, which is funny to me. Um, and, um, you know, I've never been afraid to um, stand out. So it's always like every now and then I, I want to do an ID. I don't always purchase them, but, um, you know, just don't have unlimited <laughs> funds to do so. Um, but you just, you know, just it's that creative outlet. You know, I truly believe that what you, what we're wearing is art as well. And, and it's a form of expression, right? Um, so how do you express yourself? Uh, sometimes that's the first image that someone sees of you is either your shoes or, you know, how you present yourself when you're walking in. So I don't want to be different. I want to be me uh, and advertise myself as me. Um, uh, so, you know, when it comes to the, the ID. So where do you think about the ID options where we at now? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a dime a dozen. Uh, again, you can make it work. So it was one of those things, Tony, in which it's like, you don't know what you don't know. When you do know, then you become old farts like us talking about the good old days. But I'm like, just bring the good old days back. But, um, I think that with inflation and the cost of materials now, I think that, um, there is, a defensible case to say that um, the price point of putting those materials back up there will probably a little bit be a little bit ridiculous. But I'm like, let the people decide that. Yeah. Um. So I've heard that argument for the last five or six years. Um. But I am back to where I was. You know, I think people will pay um for what they believe to be quality and for it to be an opportunity they may not be able to have again. So I'm looking forward to that time where they can really go retro and bring that time back 
and um, Eve has to be 160, 170 for a low. Let people decide and go from there. Yeah, and there was it was like, did speed also factor into this? Because the timeline definitely changed. Like they shaved off of like a whole month to the process. It used to take like two months. Uh, now it comes in like three and a half weeks uh, to produce the whole shoe. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I think that they were might have applied a little bit too much of a cookie cutter uh, to the operation um, when it was pretty niche. Um, you know what I mean? So, but then I don't think we'll get this era back, right? So imagine when, um, imagine how many um, special edition signature shoes came out through Nike ID. Mm -hmm. All right. I don't know if we'll do that again. Kobe Bryant breaks the scoring record. I think they're playing Minnesota that night if I was, uh, uh, not mistaken. And what did they drop? They drop a special Nike ID low top version. Um, you know what I'm saying? Where you get to pick and you still get to customize like a couple things. You know what I'm saying? But then it was just like, I want to customize it, but I want to make it to to the shoe that Kobe was wearing that night when he broke the record. You know what I mean? So it was just like, which, you got that option, right? Kevin Durant, you win the MVP. Um, you know, what do they do? They make your, your signature shoe you know, available in an MVP print or something like that on, <laughs> uh, on the shoe, um, on Nike ID, you know what I mean? So like, like, or any other, uh, moments, but like Kobe was the one that the number one, one that comes to mind, because, uh, I think I saw this online because, you know, Giannis, you know, he, when he won the MVP and then he won the championship. So I think that there was an era of people who were used to the championship shoe. And then now that we got a signature athlete winning the championship, we ain't getting no shoe. And mm. then some of the rumors were like, is it going to be on Nike ID? Mm. Um, do we get get to do a print? Um, you know, and then that just never happened. So sometimes I think that adding a print may be a, a last minute decision, <laughs> um, but it just didn't happen. You know what I mean? So look how that era just phased out, uh, you know what I'm saying? And, and you even had the ID option to do to commemorate MVPs and championships um, or just special moments in a person's career. Um, and notice how they're not doing any of that. Um, it sounds like they just rather flood you with some dunks that you <laughs> don't don't really need. There you go. Um, but if you were really into the culture, then you were kind of expecting it. Um, but now that it's not here, like I think that there's another, another thing that we just keep continue to talk about the the evolution because I really don't know what's next. Um, but it's just like again the, to our audience, if you are yourself and you are consuming this uh, this lifestyle, you know, for what it is, then you have a choice to help bring it back if that's what you really want. Um, but you know, you don't have to be fed, or otherwise the things will go away you know i recently read a saying that just says like everything and everybody has an expiration date you just don't know um you know there's a day in the future where your relationship with somebody will end you just don't know when <laughs> when that is uh, so the same thing with these products and relationships and everything like that um some of these waves and trends, they will end. You just don't know when. And you had said it yourself, Kev, like you just got to, you know, you don't know you're in the golden era and moment unless you're in it and then lived it to look back on it to be like, ooh, that was special. But you don't really know why you're getting it. So just just another moment to smell the roses while it's happening. Um, enjoy what you can. 
uh, get out of it and just don't uh, ruin it <laughs> so that we don't have a chance to get it again. And speaking uh, of roses, you want to go ahead and let the cat out the bag as far as, I won't say we totally conformed, but there was enough soul material there for us to be creative ourselves and create our own soul material Air Force One Nike ID that we plan on showing and releasing soon. So coming soon. So that was the whole segue of the guess the balance of being quote unquote fake or unauthentic or unauthorized to um, being authentic and genuine, but also being, um, I guess, having your own identity and, and, and having your own thing to where um, we're looking forward to um, this shoe that we were able to create through Nike ID um, being a total representation of um, soul material and our logo slash ID and um, I'm excited about how it came out. Tony and I collaborated and we went over what six, seven, eight designs maybe. And uh, man, I'm, I'm excited for them to come in the mail. I really am. Well, there you go. The cat's out the bag, y'all. We got some mail coming. Um, so again, soul material. Um, we've had a full collaboration we did on uh, Nike ID. Um, so Street Shark and EOH, the OG, we came together, put our minds together and uh, really um, utilize because again it was something that um, I saw with the new features uh, that they have for the the Air Force Ones right now is kind of nostalgic where you have like way more options than you were used to um, and the color palettes you know it's a pretty in-depth color palette so we got really got to play around so I thought it was a great opportunity to continue the momentum that we have and um, just to exercise a, in collaboration because uh, always just trying to get better and and gain our synergy and what way better way is to uh and it's practice it's we're practicing our art uh literally uh for future collaborations as well uh but this one um is going to be special because it's going to be the first one that we could uh, collectively bring to life um and then show the people uh representation of us because trust us if you know us individually we have you know <laughs> we have uh similar tastes but you know separate styles <laughs> um if that makes any sense um in you know our personal color palettes and what do we like and what we don't like so i think what the final product that we came up was a true collaboration between our two personalities to say we like this we like these materials um you know i like this i like the way it's it sits here you know the vamp and the upper and this this and this so we just can't wait um to see, show you the soul material air force ones the podcast you cheer for um coming soon unboxing episode um probably going to ig live um you know but that's coming up so that's the tease um and why we're another reason why we're talking about nike id <laughs> um just because um we have a new collaborative uh effort and at the same time soon. you guys know us so if that option was available, but we weren't able to execute, this episode would be totally different. <laughs> yeah, so we so. talked about how hard we tried. It was just like, this doesn't fit anything that we like or what we're trying to do. And again, with what we our brand is set up and the equity in our brand, um, I think that, you know, bringing this to life was, uh, can do nothing but good for us, especially with a couple other things we got in the future. So it's all going to pan out. No problem, man. I'm just um, happy we weren't, we didn't force anything, and nope. it's... It almost didn't happen, yeah, actually. We will talk about that a little later. I want to talk about that. That's like one of the things where you keep, keep that in the production room only. But um, I would just say it's the amount of excitement that's in me that's bringing me back to the old school. And um, so seeing some of the 
um, revealings of other people that have already utilized the service that's still available for things sell out and then shut it down. Um, I've been pretty impressed. Um, so I'm looking forward to uh, the mail coming in and us getting that UPS tracking number um, in the next few weeks, definitely. There you go. All right. So that was a pretty uh, quick short with a t extra tease on top. Um, so definitely, um, you know, soul material, the podcast you cheer for. Signing off. Yay, yay. Till next time. Peace. Chris and Juwan have not missed a beat. Yeah! That's what I'm talking about. Give and go. Strickland Howard. Lobbed to Weber. Beautiful play. Those two connect again. You know, some people ask me, like, how you do that? You know, what type of communication do you guys have?